So, but look, let's talk about this video. Uh, so we've got like a new prime minister, Rishi Sunak. Rishi Sunak, and we've spoken about him on this show, um, I think during the pandemic years, as this like someone, like I think during the Dishi, the Dishi Rishi period. So just as someone who's like very, very conscious of his image and very conscious about curating a very slick and clean image of himself, part of the reason why he succeeded Liz Truss was well number one there wasn't really like a viable option uh there was some talk about boris taking over like coming back again and that didn't happen but i think the sort of mood music at the time was like you just kind of need a sensible person or a sensible looking person to do austerity now um and you know he was kind of the only candidate who seemed to sort of be able to kind of like deliver the aesthetics around that his first kind of bit of media content as prime minister is this very bizarre video it's about two minutes long i'm or like it's one minute 35 um and before i go into like the music that he chooses because i think this is a, certainly a very interesting choice um let's the, the talk about the visuals and the visuals are like it's a very sort of like um it's a very sort of 4k um promotional video uh it sort of shows him just like on this kind of first couple of days as prime minister um having these kind of like you know uh basically i think it looks it looks like a graduate it looks like a sort of like graduate recruitment video for like a management consultancy it just shows like a man who is having trying to show that he's having fun at work that he has like a really good time with his colleagues um everything is really upbeat uh he's having like some fun conversations on like you know with joe biden uh everyone's sort of smiling and looking you know looking optimistic uh, and it's all sort of like very fast cut. And then at the end of the video, you sort of see him walking down Downing Street uh, with like, it's that sort of camera shot where like sort of like tracking him from the front. Um, and again, it's like one of those things that you sort of see in promotional content. This is a video that I definitely, I would imagine seeing if I was trying to apply for a job at like Linklaters or something. Mm. Um, but the music he chooses is very funny uh, because the music that he chooses comes from or at least like is a rendition of the gary glitter song rock and roll part two see this is the thing is it for definite or is it the <laughs> or is it this like the original which is oh sorry not the, is it, i can't i'm not sure which is the original and which is the sample but like one's by the human league and one's by gary glitter right um and they they cannot possibly use gary glitter's music not like surely not now not for a uk prime minister like i understand that it was in um it was in joker um <laughs> which fine um fine it's it's definitely definitely a puzzling choice because even if you don't know that it's gary glitter and mm. Okay, if you accidentally, that's interesting. If you accidentally touch your lip to the mic, it gives you an electric shock. Oh, wow. So that's, <laughs> so that's something. So that's something that's just occurred. That's going to be a really good reminder not to go too close to my mic. <laughs> yeah, don't give it a little no, kiss because it will, it will not it like. Don't give it a little kiss. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's, a it's a very, very puzzling choice because... Even if your association is not with Gary Glitter, which I think we can agree is suboptimal, um, <laughs> if your association is with the Joker, like what? 
what's he trying? What is he trying to put over here? Unless this is part of what we're talking about about how about how desperately um, politicians now try to try to appeal to this um, to most people very hidden part of kind of digital infrastructure. So it's like a, it's like a kind of you know waves hand just get it just get it trending because the because the conservative government are they're clearly no longer interested even remotely in even their like constituency because stuff happened under under Liz which would have amongst other things had like serious um serious issues for uh, both pensions and uh, the housing market, and also for uh, just the kind of the economy, just in general. And this is the sort of thing that conservatives and definitely conservative voters are supposed to care about. Like, if you're only appealing to conservative voters on the basis of, um, on the basis of fascist adjacent rhetoric around immigration and around asylum seeking. And obsession with obsession with trans people, then that's like then that's not even that's not even the conservative constituency. That's like the apps. That's the absolute like kind of hard like hard right chess beaters. And mm. I I do I do understand that that the hard right have absolutely captured the conservatives. But like in the but not until quite recently, there was still a kind of nodding glance at stuff like the economy the housing market Mm. etc so i think what's quite puzzling about their obvious wish to get clipped to get discussed on twitter um because i think that it's not that it's puzzling actually in fact i think i know exactly what it is i think that uk politicians have got wise to the idea that US politicians have also got wise to, which is that you can, if you get it right, you can use an unregulated, invisible to most people arm of a kind of when is when is media not media, when is a publishing company not a publishing company. Mm. Um, and they can use it to... Uh, disseminate the worst parts of their um, of their policy agenda and the worst parts of their political agenda just sort of more more broadly and they can use that while still maintaining plausible deniability and they can Mm. farm it off on nobodies or what they think of as what they think of as nobodies or certainly certainly very low power individuals so they can use them to uh, say the stuff that they want that they want disseminated they want in the public domain the public consciousness but they know that they can't actually get away properly with saying themselves so um we saw this we saw this in the states with um with the libs of tiktok account yeah and with politicians sort of quoting from the libs of TikTok, pretending they are very, very concerned about libs of TikTok being doxxed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm wondering if this quite obvious appeal to, 
to the to the posting ecosystem is part of that they think that if they can if they can get themselves known as a posting politician then they will have uh this kind of grassroots information dissemination platform at their disposal which is all seething and you know and having its having its kind of exothermic reactions exothermic and endothermic reactions completely away from the prying eyes of most ordinary people so mm. it's an, it's a way of kind of adding a further layer of um a further layer of opacity and uh of dissociating yourself from um from this from this kind from this kind of capacity so if you have a lot so if you have a lot of the worst kind of monsters in facebook groups um on twitter on 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 tiktok uh saying loathsome things about asylum seekers if you can insert yourself into that ecosystem then you can use that as as a kind of agenda spreading tool and you can use it to your advantage but then an ordinary person who is not who yeah. is not a poster and that is most ordinary people most ordinary people do not know about posting i mean i think a really good example of this is um the twitter-based elevation of characters like uh, like tom harwood and darren grimes 